Hi there, a quick note before the episode begins. Did you know that Mija has her own audiobook with exclusive and brand new material? It's called Mija Podcast, the audiobook, an exclusive and never-before-heard collection of memoirs and reflections by her creator, Lori Martinez, about what it meant to turn her own migration story into a fiction series. When you get Ochenta's audiobooks, you're directly supporting our independent audio series productions. You can find it on Libro.fm, Apple Books, Google Play, Storytel, BookBeat, and on your favorite audiobooks app. Also available in Spanish and French. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Miha, and this is Miha on the Mic, solo. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you might remember that on the very last episode of season one of Miha, I'm on a train in some unnamed city reading WhatsApp messages, missing my familia. It went something like this. And there are these voice messages asking me how I am, how's work, and sending me love. Buenos dias. Esta mañana Dios nos hizo un hermoso regalo, la vida. Well, that was only kind of fiction. The truth is, I do live very far from my family. Like my tatika, I made a choice to start a new life somewhere else. Somewhere beautiful. Like her, I leave excitedly one summer morning. The entirety of my belongings crammed into a single suitcase. I have arepas for breakfast and nervously drink my hot chocolate. And then Rocky, Mano, and Tatika drive me to the airport. As I board the plane, I feel my heart race as I see the city lights of New York fade into the distance. I close my eyes and I shed a tear only after we're in the air. I'm really leaving. I close my eyes again and awaken in Paris, France. For this solo Mihai episode, I want to talk about my new home a little bit. Because this show is about leaving home and finding beauty and joy wherever you are in the world. So here goes, 10 minutes to tell a real story of Miha in Paris. Rituals are important. Important like putting sugar in your coffee. Like making sure your lipstick is just right. Like your mom doing the sign of the cross on you before you step out the door. Today is my first day in Paris, and I'm going to start my own ritual. It's morning, and I pull the curtains open and open the windows wide. I'm living in a converted maid's room on the sixth floor walk-up via the service entrance of an Osmanian building. It's small, but it's got a great address, right by the Jardin du Luxembourg. And I begin my new ritual. 
After class, I will walk through the park and look at all the people and try to pick up on some expressions from the children playing in the park. I walk, taking it all in. I walk to Saint Michel and look at the beautiful statues. I walk along the Seine and look at the sparkling stones and watch the boats go down the river. I walk all the way to Pont Alexandre III. And I do this all in silence. It's a sunny day and the statues are really sparkling in the sunlight. And I am amazed. I am here. Paris, by the way, doesn't sound like La Vie en Rose. It sounds a lot like a city. Birds chirping, people chatting in the streets, loud police sirens, and very loud garbage trucks. I see all this and breathe in and out, meditating as I walk about how I came to be here, how I got from Queens to here, and then I walk back. I think about Tatika and what she said before I left. ¿Estás segura? Are you sure? She said. And then under her breath, I wish I could start over and put you in my belly again. I miss her. So, as I walk, I call her on WhatsApp. I tell her all the things I've been seeing and I'm talking a mile a minute. She's so excited for me too. I promise her that one day, I will save up and bring her here so she can have croissants and drink café au lait and try escargot for the first time too. I promise her with my whole heart that she can be here with me one day. Because I feel all this beauty around me. But my family isn't here. And it makes it all bittersweet. But I'm in Paris, so I can't be sad. Especially because I have a very special friend here. She works in a famous Paris museum. And she's quiet, a little shy, always thinking, and very serene. And she's very popular. It's my copine Mona. My friend Mona. I make a beeline to see her that first day. Of course, everyone does. The girl that has it all figured out. The one with the smile, the smirk. She makes me think, maybe one day I will have that smile too. Hola, Mona, I say, breathless, in the crowd of tourists around me. She's very busy today. You should know that the Louvre is free for students, and so it became my favorite place to visit. On my second visit, I say hello again to Mona, and then go to a new wing. I stand beneath the Greek statues. I feel small, but in a good way. I'm transported back to New York for a brief moment. I'm six years old at the Met Museum in New York holding Mommy's hand. It has a gallery just like this. Mommy and I stare at the Greek statues, and she tells me that some of them are based on Greek myths, and others on biblical characters, like David and Goliath. 
the small but worthy man fighting against a giant. Many years later, when I find myself in front of a David and Goliath painting in the Louvre, I ask myself which one I am. Am I David or Goliath? Funnily enough, it's two-sided, so you walk around to see David, and then Goliath, and then David, and then Goliath, and then David again. (laughs) I walk around it so many times I get dizzy. No answer yet. The next time I go to the museum, I've been to see my friend Mona so many times that the security guard by the door knows my name, and I go through a secret entrance to enter the museum each time. But even though it's magical, it's become sort of routine. So when I come back again with a friend in my class who hasn't seen her yet, I stand to the side behind the crowds. I know already. I ask myself, did I lose the magic? I stop going for a while until my boyfriend asks me if I've ever been to the Louvre. And I reply, just a few times. That day, I drag him from gallery to gallery to see my favorite paintings and share every detail I researched as I came to see them again and again. I show him where I used to sit and stare at the statues and write in my journal. And I'm excited. I'm witnessing this beauty again as if for the first time because his hand is in mine. It's magic. Many years later, I come to the Louvre with Mummy, finally. It's my gift to her to fly her out to Paris for the first time. She is here for my wedding and will visit El Famoso Louvre with my brother. We get up early and she's asking me what she can wear for the picture with Mona. She's giddy like a schoolgirl on the train. She's asking if this is the next stop. I say no. She asks again, is this the next stop? And I say no again. And when the conductor says, next stop, Palais du Louvre, in seven languages, she says, Que increíble, no, mami? And I say, yes. (laughs) We link arms and I walk her through the pyramid. It's a beautiful sunny day when Mona meets mami. She has the same look, pensive but smiling. She says, She looks like she has everything figured out. Just like her daughter, now. Now, every time she comes to visit me in Paris, Mami and I link arms and we go see our amiga, Mona. Thanks for listening. This is Miha on the Mic, a season of reflection on our shared experiences as daughters of immigrants. Over the next couple of weeks, I'll be sharing stories like these and inviting guests to share theirs. Follow us on Instagram at Miha Podcast and leave us a note if you like this story. Tune in every Wednesday for a new story from Miha. This is a production of Studio Ochenta, a Latina-owned multilingual podcast studio dedicated to raising voices across cultures. For more from Studio Ochenta, follow us at Ochenta Podcasts on Instagram. That's Ochenta Podcasts with an S at the end on Instagram. 
And don't forget, this season is also about you. If you have a story you'd like to share, I invite you to reach out on Instagram at Miha Podcast and leave us a message with a short story or memory of yours that warms your heart. We'll read it out loud on the show. Thanks for listening. Ciao. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Did you know that Mija has her own audiobook with exclusive and brand new material? It's called Mija Podcast, the audiobook, an exclusive and never before heard collection of memoirs and reflections by her creator, Lori Martinez, about what it meant to turn her own migration story into a fiction series. When you get Ochenta's audiobooks, you're directly supporting our independent audio series productions. You can find it on Libro.fm, Apple Books, Google Play, Storytel, BookBeat, and on your favorite audiobooks app. Also available in Spanish and French.